0: Okay. Boom. Got
1: it. Awesome.
0: Yeah, there Yay. we go. And then, how do you want so, me to get boom. it to you when we're done?
1: Um, you can email it to me.
0: Okay. Well, it's I'll, I'll attach. I'll put it in my Google Drive because it'll be too Perfect. big for email. Okay. Perfect.
1: All right. Perfect. Sounds good. Um. So happy Friday. Yeah, Friday's still the best
0: day. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. No matter what. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: um. So. First and foremost, let's start. Tell me about you. Tell me about your business. Tell me about your amazing clients. I want to know all about what you do.
0: You know, so like I can go so many different directions with this, right? I am a transformational life coach and I work primarily one-to-one with clients, but I am actually launching my first group program in the next month. So yeah, yeah. So that's, that's, that's presently what I'm doing right now. And it's, this is the best time of my life. You know, like, I'm not one of those people who look back and go, Oh my God, my best time was in college. Oh my God, my best time today. This time is my best time right now. And I love where I am.
1: Amen. I love that. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I am going to put all your information Uh, in the in the notes and stuff. So everybody can get in touch with you from this. Um, But I know one of the things that I asked you about was gratitude. So um, do you feel what kind of role do you feel gratitude has played in your entrepreneurial journey?
0: You know, (laughs) I think, you know, it's, it's not overrated. And I know that you are someone who like you're writing a book on gratitude, right? I think gratitude goes hand in hand with being thankful. You know, I was raised in a, in a Christian household. And so it was kind of like, be thankful for where you are, right? And then when it turned to be more intentional with gratitude, like there were some times in my life where I was like kind of, you know, bitching and complaining about, why well, don't I have this? Why well, don't I have that? Instead of coming from the mindset of, I get to do this, you know, and then being thankful for my health my, you know, where I am with my, with my money, with my business, all those things. And so I begin every day now with gratitude. And if something happens where I have an early appointment and it's like, oh my God, like yesterday I had, I had a mastermind call and woke up 10 minutes before, because I'm grateful that I am working as a full-time life coach and I don't set an alarm anymore. (laughs)
1: Right, right,
0: right. So I slept (laughs) till 10, till seven. So I was like, but you know what? I still found the gratitude in the fact that, so what? I mean, I made it on time. I probably didn't have my hair fixed as well as I wanted it to, but I find every moment to infuse gratitude because I know that it fuels me and it's impossible to feel two different emotions at the same time. So why not choose gratitude, right?
1: Absolutely, that's beautiful, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, And gratitude actually kind of transcends, I feel like, of like joy or like hope it can transcend all the other emotions because you can feel sad and grateful at the same time you know right don't you think that's one of the powerful things about gratitude yeah well
0: you know you can you can feel grateful so whenever i think of feeling grateful and sad at the same time like grateful trumps sad Sad goes out the window because I go, that is the lesson that I've learned from that. Yeah. If I think about it and allow myself to leave the grateful, you know, realm and go to sad, I'm sad for a moment, but for me, it flips back and forth, you know, but you can see the lesson in that. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. But it kind of like helps you see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like I can be sad, but I know there's some, you know, it, the light is at the end, the light is there and I'm going to get out of it. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: You know, like one of my biggest, my biggest lessons of finding gratitude was when I was diagnosed with breast cancer in the beginning of 2020, right? Now I can be sad and go, Oh my God, why me? I could do the victim mindset and all that kind of stuff. There's no cancer in my whole family, but I chose to find, they caught it early. It's stage zero. It's my silver lining, right? All these things, because I was griping and complaining about things that didn't matter, Nicole, you know, and finding the gratitude. That is what you're talking about. That light at the end of the tunnel. Oh my God, that is the perfect example of how I use that to do that.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I have read that they've studied, um, people that have things that might even be terminal Mm -hmm. and, um, the, the one determining factor of, of, you know, um, like, saying is this person gonna be able to make it or not is their outlook is what you know are they grateful or are they griping and (laughs) because it's so powerful in our minds um that it really does affect our health and it it can help us yeah so not only does it help us feel better like emotionally like to be Mm. able to take on that charge but it affects our bodies and it helps our bodies heal so it's incredible like what i stumbled into you know and like you mentioned something that's so simple You're like, it can't be this easy. It it just, you know, it seems so small, just writing down three things you're grateful for. And it makes such a difference.
0: It does. It does. Every day. You know, I had, I had this woman on my podcast a couple of months ago and she does like a hundred gratitude things that she's grateful for each day. I have not been able to make it to a hundred yet, but I'm like, you know, without going, I'm grateful for that painting hanging on the wall. I'm grateful for the, you know, those types of things. But I think that's so incredible. It's so important.
1: And I've been thinking about that since we spoke. Um, and I'm like, that's a that's a good goal to get up to. Um, you know, yeah. like I had challenged myself to do three, but that's definitely gonna be, <laughs> you know, what I graduate to is gonna be a hundred. And it's like yeah. interesting, I've, I've started to notice like, you know, how many other things can I, can I think of to be grateful for? So thank you right. for expanding my vision, Absolutely. by the way. <laughs>
0: yes, You're welcome. She expanded mine. So sharing the wealth here.
1: Just passing it along. That's yeah. awesome. Um, so, you know, the name of my book is overcome yourself. And yes. um, so tell me about a time that you had to overcome yourself to get to where you are.
0: You know, I thought about it because I know that the name of your podcast, everything is infused. And when I thought about my biggest struggle to overcoming myself, that made me feel like, you know, I was being selfish, was overcoming guilt and the shame I felt about my sexuality. And because, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm from an older generation and we didn't talk about these things in my family, you know? my mother and I never had a conversation about it. And it took me a long time to come to grips with that. And I kept feeling like it was a part of me, like it doesn't define me, but it's a huge part of who I am, you know? And so I felt like I wasn't being fully honest with who I was. So if I wasn't being honest with who I was, how could I, you know, serve my clients? How could I serve The million people that I want to impact if I'm not living authentically, if I'm still hiding who I am. And so it took me more than, it took me two thirds of my life, Nicole, to come to terms with that. And then I realized that, and once I did that, I felt so much more free. And, you know, it was like, like, I like literally was able to untether myself. Like I was carrying around, you know, 250 pounds of guilt and shame, like in a, in a backpack or something. And then I was weighed down. And once I untethered from that, it was like, oh my God, I don't have to lie about things. I don't have to hide things. And so that allowed me to go, oh, I can see so much more possibility, you know, that that was it.
1: And um, so, how how does that it like work with your business? Like, do you find, you know, is your niche in the LGBT community, or is you work with everyone? Like, right. how does that affect your day to day?
0: Right, like I don't work with everyone. I don't necessarily spe- specialize in the LGBTQ plus community, but I do have LGBTQ plus clients. It helps with my business because I believe the things that were holding me back were tied to my specific identity and the things that I wasn't accepting about who I was. And so it ties to my business because that is the transformation that I help my clients get. We figure out what is that baggage that you're carrying? What are the things that you're tethered to that are going that you either won't face or you keep telling your, you know, those emotions are stored in parts of your body from from past stories, past experiences that we just haven't moved on from. And I help them, you know, because we're our own best client, right? So I help them, you know, remove, release the guilt, the shame, just like I did, as far as forming a new identity. Because my transformation is all about If you want this goal in the end, you can't be this person that you are today or you would already have it. Who do you need to become in order to make this happen? That means you're untethering, you're releasing from the other part. And so me being able to do that has paved the way. It's like, oh my God, look what it did for me. And so I know the power that it has for someone else.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, And I love it because I... You know, and I'm in a lot of like entrepreneur groups and stuff. Yeah. And you know, I don't remember seeing anyone else doing this, you know, like as far Mm. as like LGBTQ plus coach. So I think it's awesome. (laughs) That's a that's a great little niche to be in and the transformation, like accepting yourself. Um I I'm also engaged to a woman. There she is up there.
0: They and, uh, look at us like minds congratulations
1: thank you and um <laughs> i was <love it. laughs> um, yeah. like we recorded an episode during pride month and we didn't even talk about it it's so funny um yeah. and yeah it is liberating like when you can just be yourself you know and yeah. when you know we we i don't know it's it's just and then it allows you like to be just grateful, like you're grateful instead of and, because that is also lack mentality. Like you're mm. you're still worried about what you don't have. Right. I'm not this. Well, no, but I'm grateful because I'm this, you know, Absolutely. I am me. So I, I think gratitude plays a big role in that as yeah. well. Um, OK, let me see. I'm looking over the questions here. I have a see that one close. OK, so. Um, I don't know. Tell me more about your podcast. Tell me more about how you came up with the reinvent you podcast. Like where did that idea come from? And, um, what's your goal with that? You know, the (laughs) beginning, the very
0: beginning, when I first started doing my podcast, it wasn't even called reinvent you. It was called work that out because that was my motto. And then, you know, because I was like, no matter if your back is up against the wall, you find a way to work that out, you know? And so that has always been my motto in life, but then I realized the name of my company is Reinvent You. The work that I do is helping people reinvent themselves in order to create the life that they want, right? And so when I think of reinvention, Nicole, it's what I've been doing. Like before I became a full-time life coach, I was a theater teacher for 24 years. Oh, cool. I have been transforming and helping actors reinvent, become the character, on stage to create a believable performance. And so it's crazy not to think that it is not the same thing or similar to the work that I do with my clients. And so everything is about reinventing who you are because at any moment, any day, any minute, you can just drop who you drop, you know, who you are, those habits And become and reinvent yourself. And so with the podcast, I want people to know, like, I love podcasting. You know, the the thing about, I just started doing these video emails because I don't want to write. I just want to talk about it. I want to have a conversation. And so I've started doing video emails. And my thing is, I want people to know, and, and, you know, especially my people, our people, you know, who don't believe that they're capable of doing these things. You know, the LGBTQ, the African-Americans, the people of color who don't believe that it's possible. Right, exactly, the Latinx, don't believe that it's possible. And so I came from a place of, now my family loved me, my family is very supportive, but I didn't see these examples of entrepreneurs in my family. I didn't see these examples of, you know, what was possible for me. I saw examples of you go to work on Monday through Friday, you probably are working for somebody else and you're, you know, you're close to living paycheck to paycheck, but you know, you have all the things that you need. And so one day I looked myself in the mirror and, and, and really asked, is this all there is, am I just going to be doing this? And I wasn't satisfied with that. And so with the podcast, with the work that I'm doing, with the impact that I want to have, I want to help people get that life. I want them to help them become the people that they want to be, the person that they want to be so they can create the life. And so I really want everybody to know that it doesn't have to be this. It it just doesn't have to stop here. You don't want to have on, you know, look back on your deathbed. You know, I I just think everybody's going to be a hundred. You don't want to look back at a hundred and go, oh, you know, I think it's Denzel Washington who talks about, you know, when you're on your deathbed, you have the ghosts of all the dreams. You know, here's the ghost of, that was a song that was supposed to be written. That was a play that was supposed to be performed. That was a business that was supposed to be started. And they all stand around you and surround you. It's like you can hear the voice and you let me die within you because you didn't have the power to actually fulfill that dream. So I'm dying with you.
1: Wow, wow, yeah. that is that is a powerful image, man. That is, yeah. that is great. Thank you for sharing that. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I'm blown away. That was awesome. Yes. And I, there's so many things that you mentioned um, that I talk about in my book. So I love it. I love podcasting and meeting people like you. And I'm yeah. like, Oh my God, I talked about that, you know? And um, when you were talking about reinventing yourself and I was thinking it's the habits and then you mentioned habits. So I, it's mm-hmm. like, it's so important. Right. Um, so do you have any like success habits that not necessarily make you money, but like, like a morning routine, like what, what is like your, like I do, you know, like my Bible study and I do some language study and I do some Mm -hmm. stretching. So what are your like basic success habits that you do every day um, that don't make you money, but they make you money, you know? (laughs)
0: Absolutely. So first and foremost, You know, in doing my values work, my top value is my health and wellness. If I don't have that, if I don't feel good, then I can't attack the day. The things that fuel me, and I was telling some of my clients just this past Monday, I realized that I was sort of running on empty. So I had to, you know, metaphorically pull myself up to the gas station or the charge station and recharge. And I recharge for like three hours on Tuesday morning. And what that entails is I feed myself. I stretch, I meditate. I'm not a meditator for like two or three hours. I meditate for like 15 to 20 minutes. And then I do visualizations. And then I sit down and I write as many things that I'm grateful for as possible. During that time is my prayer time because I believe, you know, you gotta be thankful. I'm a Christian. So I talk to him as well. I used to have a hard time about combining meditation and Christianity because I was like, they don't go hand in hand, but they do go hand in hand. You know, we're asking for all these things and we're, we're claiming it and prophesying it, you know? And so that's what, so if I don't do those things, Nicole, number one, I don't feel good because I haven't stretched my body's tight. I'm stiff. So one thing that I do with my clients is when we get on the call, I say, what's your number? And they go, oh, I'm about a seven. Okay. What's keeping you at a seven? And this is on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the best ever. My 10 is if I'm a 10, I jump out of a car, I, you know, and I dance on the side of the road and I'm the only one who hears the music playing. That's my 10. Now I can't be a 10 all the time because when I'm at a 10, I like me to go take a nap after that because I've worn myself out. Yep. So, yeah, <laughs> You know, but today- yeah, yep. After doing my morning routine, I'm a full nine, nine and a half because I feel great. And so I purposely fuel myself with the things. That's visualization because I have things that I'm looking for in my future. Gratitude, right? And then I'm claiming it. I am living this life. I am this person who can achieve those things. So that's what my, oh, and I do workouts. And so as a matter of fact, like that, I have to do that. I'm actually going through, um, a period of, I'm an intermittent faster. And so I love doing that. And so part of when I was getting ready this morning, I was like, Oh, I gotta stop my workout because I have my podcast with Nicole. And so because I'm intermittent fasting, I was only able to squeeze in 30 minutes of working out, but that's a valuable part of it as well. So I feel like all of those things fuel me for success.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's simple things, you know. I love that you give yourself time mm-hmm. um to invest in yourself, you know, cuz one right. of the things I talk about in the book is overflow. Whatever is in you is what's going to come out. So if you're uh-huh. miserable, um, even if you don't mean to, that's what's going to come out because that's what's in you. Like, <laughs> you know, you, you can't be an apple tree bearing oranges. You know what I mean? Um, so even if it doesn't take long, like my morning routine doesn't take me long because if, you know, I'm so easily distracted. So I intentionally made it very short, <laughs> Right. right. Um, yeah. but it's, it gets done and, you know, I'm not allowed to like take phone calls before I do that because I'm right. not in the right mindset. You know, so like, that's my own rule. Nobody said that except me. Um, so I have certain things that I do, you know, and, and it really helps. Yeah. Um, so any other advice for up and coming entrepreneurs um, who want to get to, you know, the point where they don't have to set up their alarm clocks either? <laughs> right.
0: You know, I think the most important thing is when we recognize we're in a place where we're not happy. And the bot, you know, I just, did, I just did my first, I'm, I'm, am moving to TikTok. I just did a, a minute video on this of recognizing when you are not in a great place. And that means it, it doesn't have to be major, but recognizing when it's time to make a change. And I feel like there, there's a little voice on your shoulder, in your ear. There's a, you know, sometimes it's like you go into these things, there's a, a thorn in your side, there's your, your gut is tight. Your chest is tight. And that can just be a signal for, I'm not happy with this job anymore. I'm not happy in this relationship. I'm not happy with where I am. And we tend to ignore those things. So my best advice would be, listen to your body. Once you listen to your body, because what shows up in your thoughts and your mind has already shown up in your body before you go, oh my God, I'm stressed. Well, your chest already got tight. Oh my God, I hate my (laughs) boss. Well, you already told me, right? Because it shows up in your body. And so we have gotten so complacent with just ignoring it. And what happens is we put this anxiety on the shelf. We put the depression on the shelf. We put the lack on the shelf and then that shelf falls down. But if we catch those signs in the very beginning, then we go, oh, something's up here. Listening to your body and going, what do I need? So I don't feel this way anymore making a change whether that's becoming an entrepreneur starting a business or maybe that's just like moving from one job to the other you know whatever that is but listening to your body is the most important thing because it is the compass it's the thermostat for your level of happiness
1: yeah just i mean the same way when we get hungry like we listen to our body hey you're hungry i've got to feed you you know yeah and so sometimes We don't do that for other things. Like I'm unhappy. And then you're like, eh, whatever. Like, no, that's a sign. Right. Just like when you're hungry, you need something. Right. Can you go yeah, home big and time. go, hey,
0: can you rub my shoulders? I'm so stressed. And then that's every day. That's a problem.
1: There's a there's an issue underneath that. There's that's a reason. True. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta that's just that the issue. symptom. Yeah. That is just the symptom that you're looking at. Yeah, yeah So exactly. So. Um, Okay. Uh, Any final thoughts then before
0: we, you know, know, I thank you. Yeah. I thank you for this opportunity. And I love that. I think everything happens for a reason. And I love that the two of us have connected and that our paths have crossed. And so for me, what came up the second you said, I'm engaged to a woman because I'm always looking for evidence that where I am, the path I'm on, there's evidence that I'm not the only one, that there's full acceptance, there's authenticity. And I feel like we were putting in each other's lives on this path of, of, you know, swapping podcasts, because I think it's more evidence as well. And so being around sharing time with like-minded individuals who can take you to higher levels is one of the most important things for me, I know, and I know that's important to you. And so I love and thank you for giving me this opportunity. And I love that we have had a chance to connect again. And, you know, the importance of other people who may be listening to this podcast of getting around like minded people and find your tribe so that you can be your authentic self 100%. So that way you don't have these five different versions of who you are. And every time it's time to hang out with someone different, you go, Oh, what mask do I need to wear today? Find your tribe. And you can morph all those personalities into the one person you authentically are.
1: I love that. Thank you so much. Like, it's such an honor. Um, I've loved meeting you and talking to you. And I look forward to see the big stuff we're going to be able to do together. Because, you know, yes. now that we're connected, Absolutely. you know, we can only go from here, right?
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I 100% believe that. Yes. Thank you for the opportunity of being on your podcast.
1: No, thank you. Thank you for accepting. I love it. Absolutely. Um, okay, let me see. All right, you gotta end the recording.
0: Yes. Okay. All right.